Boom. Hello and welcome to the Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast, Season 2. With your host, Byron Rogers. This podcast is dedicated to the Executive Protection Practitioner, the Private Security Professional. In this podcast, we're going to talk about the mental, emotional, psychological, physiological fitness that goes into being an efficient and effective Executive Protection Agent. Whether you're in law enforcement, whether you're a mom that's looking at how to protect her children or a father that's focused on how how to protect his family. I believe this podcast has something for all of you. We might even get into some tales from the crypts of true Hollywood stories from time to time. I'm doing this podcast because I feel the reality of this job is simple. If you really want to be good at executive protection, it's more than just a job. It really is a lifestyle. And those of you who've been in the game for any serious amount of time, you already know what I'm saying is true. So if that sounds interesting to you, Enjoy the show. Out. Boom. What's up, you guys? Byron Rogers here with another awesome episode of Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast. I've got Yuda Chamel with me, and we are uh, going to talk about a pretty amazing piece of equipment. We're going to learn a little bit about him, but a piece of equipment that is uh, going to be showing itself in the executive protection field. And also, well, it's already showing itself in the military. Um, and uh, there's also some applications for it in the civilian sector. We really realize that personal protection and the ability to protect yourself and your family um, is becoming more and more important. So, Yehuda, it's an honor to have you with me, man. How are you doing? Doing time. So thank you. Thank you for having me, Byron. I've been uh, been following you. Uh, I think you uh, you're doing a great job out there putting yourself out there, uh, teaching the guys the, the, the correct uh, way of security. It's not just a, a fable story. You know, there's a lot of people out there that gives make-believe security. But uh, since I've been uh, following you, you are really one of the experts that really are taking the brand, the executive protection nation, the brand and everything like that. You're taking out there and you're really putting it out there and you really show the people that it's not just a hocus-pocus you know, uh, like one of the things that you showed about attire, you know, especially in the VIP protection business, you have to dress properly, but it also has to be comfortable. It doesn't have help you have stovepipe pants and you have to now all of a sudden <laughs> do you defend yourself and then you cannot even throw a punch. Move. <laughs> you cannot move and you're stuck because your, your tailor stovepiped your pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So it was uh, quite an interesting experience and I, I love the way that you represent yourself, the company, and I really enjoy it. You know, you have uh, um, really putting it out there. You're giving the correct information. Uh, yeah. It's not just window dressing because as we know, if you there are people out there in this industry, um, unfortunately, that's... Uh, are not the real deal. People are hiring them, and it's it's like show business, monkey business. Yeah. But uh, we are sure. not there. Yeah. And and you are not one of those guys. And and I'm very happy for for that. And uh, I've seen that uh, expert. Uh, a lot of people are talking. I've got great uh, positive feedback about you and and your company and mm -hmm. the things that you're doing. Okay. So that's one of the reasons why I approached you and uh, to talk about who I am, where I come from, you know, I haven't been on, on any, uh, I've been on one advertisement for, 
for a insurance company that I did yeah. in, in India in 2019 as an angry driver. Oh, wow. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> I was I was there for seven days and, you know, it's, uh, that's the only time that I was ever filmed in my entire mm. life. Uh, I've never been filmed there, and I was filmed in 1998 in the yeah. South African Police Special Task Force in South Africa. Our training, my unit that has been uh, um, filmed by Jeff, a very famous uh, Special Forces guy that goes all over the world and films the SAS and everything, and he basically... He applied and applied and applied, and after that, after 25 years, the my unit was uh, gave access to him. Hmm. Most of the operators of today they're working in Iraq, uh, Afghanistan, uh, all over the world. Um, I'm the only guy of my unit that managed to come to Israel, opening up a security company, got certified by the Ministry of Defense. Uh, basically, the background of my uh, unit. Uh, was uh, um, they were developed in 1976 because of a Fox Street uh, hostage situation that happened in South Africa. Mm -hmm. There, the South African government saw there is a real need for hostage for hostage release uh, unit. Okay. So my friend uh, Captain Shane White Willard, he wrote this book. I don't know if I've seen showed you. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that you sent me a, like a, uh, an image. Yeah, the special task force, and that's wait. I'll show you again. That's the operator's badge. Yeah, he's a captain. He's a very good friend of mine, and uh, he basically is author of two books, and he basically wrote everything about our unit, and it's the first book that's ever been written about our unit and our operations that we've done. Uh, I was in 2000. I was in America where I trained. At, I was one of the, how do you say it, one of the students at the uh, police state academy in Louisiana mm -hmm. uh, with uh, PC Knowles and his team, uh, veteran people and with uh, uh, Delta Force, team people that was in his Delta Force, medical professionals and everything like that. And mm -hmm. we were basically sent over, invited by the, the American government. And then at the end of the day, my unit was invited to stay there for two months to help with hostage release training because they've never seen something like this. I was a hostage release uh, operator and instructor for my unit. I rewrote all the uh, South African Police Special Task Force training manuals before I left. And I was one of the founders of the Waterborne Operations. Today it's an, uh, a course that's been accredited by, this, by the police itself in South Africa. So you have to do that course in order to get the bump in your salary. Okay. So that's what I left behind. Um, now I'm just building a new company. Mm -hmm. uh, Global Secure Consulting basically came into being because of uh, of all the attacks that happened with uh, first with the Chabad synagogue, okay. where they started to 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 shoot the Jewish people during the the times of worship. And I was approached by my friend, and he said to me, "Listen, uh, his name is Steve Putterman. He." And his wife is having a company that's called uh, Wellness and uh, uh, Wellness Company in in in, uh, in Israel. Okay. And he basically approached me with that idea, and I said to him, "Okay, as Yala in Hebrew said, Yala, let's let's do it." Yeah. So I started yala. with with uh, Global Secure Consulting, and uh, since then it's been it's been a, a a very exciting ride because. The company opened and then all of a sudden COVID 
19 came, you know, and oh, wow. I started to, to set up all these things. And during this time, I had to get all the licenses and everything like that. And I got, uh, uh, I have a, a license, a vendor's license in order mm -hmm. to sell products for the Ministry of Defense. Then I have mm -hmm. a security exports license. This meaning all my services uh, uh, concerning uh, consulting mm -hmm. and security and VIP protection, like anything that's concerning with security and protection and safety, I've got now the license to export my services to friendly people. And if I want to deal with other countries um, that is not on, on the list, I have to apply for a special uh, permission in order to collaborate with that. So it's not oh. a, uh, let's say the, the relationship, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, so let's say with Dubai is yeah. now a very interesting situation because a lot of uh, Israelis, because of the peace process that, that's happening in Israel, a lot of Israelis are traveling now to Dubai. Wherever we go, wherever the Jewish people go, there's always a type of anti-Semitism or a, a type of cloud following them, that's you know? Yeah. And even my allies, American allies, like me and you, Working mm -hmm. together, you connected with me, connected with the Ministry of Defense. There's always some kind of a thing that's trying to to follow us. Mm -hmm. So, for me, as a, uh, as a professional, I always try to be on top of the things. Um, I have three mm -hmm. degrees: yeah. I have bachelor's of arts degree in police science and criminology. Okay, mm -hmm. the police science uh, uh, part is subjects with that's. Uh, uh, to do with uh, Criminal Procedure Act, evidence of law, administrative law, and uh, uh, the Constitution of South Africa, which I have a cum laude in the Constitution of South Africa. Wow. Okay. Yes, uh, which is very important. And then I have a, a, a master's degree in counterterrorism, homeland defense, and a master's degree in cyber terrorism. Wow. Now, Cyberterrorism is quite an interesting subject because if you see with COVID-19 and development, people can spam you, Instagram, everything just went, it tripled with yeah. all the activities. Well, and the disinformation campaigns are just ridiculous. They're blinding and it's, almost. And, you can't find it way is, through it, the internet. Yeah. And, and this is a, a thing that the people uh, don't realize. You know, everybody think, okay, everybody's now running crazy about cyber. But at the end of the day, we always have to have that person on the inside. You know, we know that we had an American guy that ran off to Russia. I'm not going to mention our names in order to put ourselves in the predicament here. But you know yeah. what he did? He, he took information and he left, you know. Mm -hmm. And you always will have that somebody, that whistleblower, that will try to um, put the, the, the security in this, into a predicament. You know, if you mm -hmm. don't have anything to hide, why do you need to worry? Why need to blow right. whistle? You know, this is, you live in a safe country, you need to be kept safe. So we had now recently uh, a cyber attack. Shearbit is one of the biggest uh, insurance companies in Israel. Later mm -hmm. they found, a friend of mine, he asked me, what do you think about it? You know, a lot of things came out and it's because of this and that. And I said, well, most of the times it's social engineering. There has to be somebody yeah. that has to have access to the server to plant something in order to get access to it. And then later they found out the person, uh, there was an employee, you know, mm. left his email open and somehow the people got access. But, you know, Israel didn't uh, 
give in to that. They don't give in to okay. the demands of the hackers. Israel doesn't so. give in, man. I love that about Israel. You guys, <laughs> you guys are serious. You own your space. Man, they they no play apologies. with fire. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, man. No apologies. This is what we're going to do. Politically oh, a, correct or not, this is <laughs> handle this it. Is a, this is our, this is our country. Uh, you know, we we're living in. Uh, if you if you want to read uh, a very good book, it's the so, Prime Ministers. Um, one of the books is one of the autobiographies of Golda Meir. You know, mm. what she has done. Um, I've been reading a lot about Israelis' history and everything like that as well, in order to to understand more. Because after my master's degree, it didn't end there because. Mm. There were so many operations, so many things that we did in order to keep this country together, to keep it mm -hmm. where it is. Yeah. And I've been, I've, I've seen that everybody that deals with Israel or works with Israel, they're just going forward. You know, we are number three on the Nasdaq today with startups wow. Man, and that's ITIC. Out, that's outstanding. And we smaller than I think the the New the Jersey, New Jersey. the yeah. New Jersey man. Yeah, no, that's real. <laughs> that's real, man. I love it. And you guys have affected the entire world. You've changed the entire the, the entire world. In the, the equipment, the, the 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 working equipment, the technology. Right. Uh, um, you know, even even in South Africa, the Uzi was created in 1955. Okay, there's a lot of things around the Uzi. How it was being spread and who was it sold? But my unit. Mm -hmm were the first that, that got the Uzi. My unit were the first that got the Leatherman. We got, uh, my unit was basically Israeli bred and born unit mm. uh, wow. in South Africa. And we basically did cross training until the, the switch over from Nelson Mandela to the new government. And then, and everything... then you said uh, you and Ivor as well, know each other as well, correct? Yeah, Ivor Terret is also South African. He is uh, in the security community. Um, great guy, yes, extremely sir. professional, Absolutely. and we have a, we have a very good relationship with one another. He helped with the, um, securing the the Jews in in South Africa, Johannesburg, and Cape Town, with another gentleman as well. Absolutely. And uh, it's a great. Uh, every, each and every time when you deal with security, you have to uh, um, be so specific you know in south africa i was chosen all the time mm. to to protect the jewish communities in in the times of the holidays high holidays because we we had a big problem in 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 1999 yeah in 2000 when pahat and padaf came uh, people against gangsterism and drugs was actually a front organization mm. a muslim organization that yeah. was trying to kill terrorists but they were funded by al-qaeda Hmm. And they were bombing, bombing up uh, uh, police stations and everything. And I was responsible in order to keep, uh, I was uh, uh, put together to, in order to protect certain uh, uh, generals and certain directors of the police as well, because these people went out and they started, a guy would put out of his driveway and they come and they shoot him or a guy that's carrying an, an, an investigation docket. You don't see that in America. Yeah. Uh, well, so, it's, 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 that's the thing. And that's why I got to get Ivor back on here for season two interview, man. We got to do another one. Um, you guys in your part of the world, security is, it's, it's a re it's a way of life. It's, it's more than just a job. It really is a lifestyle. It's one of the things I love about being in Israel is there's security minded people everywhere. There's 
weapons. People are prepared. They're willing, capable, and prepared. And that's what I really, you know, I, it's like kindred spirits. You know, it's like people that are are ready to do what needs to be done. If there's an if there's an event, everyone, many people move towards the event to deal with it, with it. You know, oh. and that's kind of a lot of the model for the protector nation that I really want to implement. I want to help America to be more like that. You know, where good people are willing, capable, and prepared, and able to bring accountability. Anytime um, evil decides to, you know, try to victimize us, you know, so that's, um, that's something I commend you guys for. And I, it's funny because, you know, your, your experience in security, you know, it's been a way of life for you for quite some time. Um, This this is what I followed. Uh, This is my dream. I always wanted it. The background of you see the lion with the head. That Mm -hmm. is actually an interesting logo. Yeah. Uh, I designed, uh, I was working, I, I protected the Coca-Cola family for two years. Wow. And, um, and I was their senior project manager. And uh, uh, then I was walking around on, 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 on their place. I'm not going to mention the location because, you know, I don't want to get into conflict with that. So yeah, I right. saw like a, a cement bag and I mm. saw the line. So I took a picture of the, of the line. And then I draw it myself. And so the first, the first image was like, uh, wait, if I can take it off here, I have it here on my board. So the first, <laughs> it was actually funny. So the first uh, logo, it came mm. out like this. Wow. With a line, okay. Very, yeah, yeah. And so then I, uh, a friend of mine, he saw this and he saw Global Secure Consulting. Right. And, uh, we changed the line head into that. And then he had like a, a circle around it. And then I said, but let's change this to, it looks like buildings. The image around mm-hmm. is like buildings and let's put the crown, you know, to make yeah. it more Royal and more elite. But I, I think and, it has like a digital vibe to it as well with the, yeah. The and so it gives the, it gives the cyber, mm-hmm. it gives the digital, it, it, it basically yeah. gives you the, uh, everything that you require in order to, to, to feel, you know that protected. just you protect it and you deal with the, the real deal it's not just like you're not going to deal with uh, somebody that just uh, fell off from the shop to yesterday did some kind of a some thing. kind of training schedule and then he comes in and he and he consults you right and, the uh, other thing too is now that digital layer has become so important but i i uh you're kind of you have so much you're like a professor i see you as like a professor <laughs> you know like that's the vibe i get from you i can listen to you talk like like the whole first part of this episode was so much information for people to soak up it's it's just just that was awesome i was outstanding my friend i um i want to get into some of the more kind of uh deeper levels of you with some of okay. these questions you know uh, my opening question one of my favorite questions is who are you at your core you know, so the guy that's been doing all this work in all of these theaters around the world, you know, deep down inside, what drives you, you know? Security, safety. Yeah. There's the, there are no second chances. Uh, I hate, uh, I, no I hate, chances. there are no that's second the, chances. That's my, that's my, because life matters, there are no second chances. Yeah, that's the this title. This is my <laughs> there are no second chances, and uh, you know, so many things can be prevented if you study the wars. If you go through, mm-hmm. 
each and every war, uh, in my studies, we did a lot of wars. And one of the biggest wars was the Yom Kippur war. Mm. Yeah. And the people that were involved and, and the agencies that were involved and who was involved and what happened there really and it could have been stopped. And and all yeah. the the jealousy between the agencies and the jealousy between this guy and that guy and, and mm -hmm. governments. So for me, when I look at a client, first of all, I don't deal with criminals. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't deal with mafia. I stay away from, from the criminal element. I stay away from... From people that are not, it's not, it's not, it's not a person that he, he does his thing shady. You know, all these shady mm -hmm. dealing with, with with clients that that is honest is the best thing that you can have because then you know oh, if you have a Warren Buffet or you have a Trump or you have a, a whatever you know if you have a person that's that's there a businessman if you have J T Fox or you have Arnold Schwarzenegger you know whatever type of celebrity that you're bringing you now each mm -hmm. and every person. Maybe today is an underdog, tomorrow is a celebrity. You don't right. know. And but maybe today he's a celebrity and tomorrow he's an underdog. Or he's an underdog, you know? yeah. But so, the thing is, yes. what the people don't understand, you become a celebrity and then all of a sudden you don't pay attention anymore to your security. You know, yeah. as just as the people look at their bank statements every day, mm -hmm. you have to take care of your personal security. Just as you are the branding your security, the professional expert that we are, and like yourself and like myself, you know, I have to upgrade myself every day. When I walk out of my door in the morning, I have to breathe in that five minutes and look around and see if my situation is okay. Because just right. as I was an operator in my time, yeah. you know, who knows? Maybe somebody could have, you know, you, you have a person Came that back. Has a comes yeah. back yeah. and you have 100%. to be, you have to, it's not actually you paranoid person, but, this is what it is. Personal security starts with you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't start with the police or the government or is the response. Yes, the police and the government is responsible for your public security, for the safety and everything. But you are responsible for your family. You're responsible for taking your family uh, to the shopping mall, to the shopping center, to some kind of a place where there's a pool. Maybe there's a tailgating party. You know, I was yeah. in America, I did tailgating. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. But you're responsible for doing it safely. But, your family is your responsible. first client. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that is, that's how you have to see it. Personal security starts with you. This and is also, where you started. Yeah, man. And also, I think a lot of guys... You know, like we have different paths, you know, like the quiet professional, you know, you've been off the grid for most of your career, you know, guys like me, where I'm, I'm a lot more visible, you know, but there's still operational security elements that must be in place, you know, people, and, and I think with uh, some of the things I see on social media with people, you know, showcasing who their clients are and things like that. I don't know if they realize that when you do that, you bring on to yourself a lot of no. the security risks that the individual has. And therefore you become another route to that client. You and your family become things that can be leveraged. Um, and so, you know, those are things I always try to protect and something I want to get out to the industry. Hey, think twice before you let the world know who you work for. No. You know, because uh, you take on the risk you're trying to protect them from when no. you showcase those things. You know, people- You don't want people to know that you don't want people to know that, that you are the, the guy that's doing it. Exactly. You know, my aunt, when I was, uh, I can tell you now, I was, 
we went to visit her and she gave me a book as a present. Mm -hmm. She believed in book books, you know. She's uh, today she's a clinical psychiatrist. Wow. She's in her late seventies. Uh, my uncle was the dean of the Rhodes University in South Africa. Today he's retired, but uh, she inspired me. My uncle inspired me a lot in order to to be in the academics as well. But I said, then she gave me this book. It's called the Super Trooper. Super now, Trooper. Super Trooper book. It was like a comic book, okay. And on this comic book, it was this um, SAS type of uh, um, person dressed in, a, in a, a mask and everything with weapons and everything. And he had boots that he can walk on landmines and it will not blow him up and everything, you know? Yeah. And that for me, it was the, the coolest of the cool. Huh? The moment <laughs> in my life that I said, I want to be like this, you know? And as I grew yeah. up, I said to myself, if I want to join the unit, my unit, I want to be mm -hmm. the, the most highly trained police officer and hostage release operator in this world and i want to make a difference you know yeah and my career in in in, in this time in the south african police in the south african police special task force mm -hmm. i started out in the um local criminal record center where we dealt with fingerprints and forensics and crime scenes and murder scenes i got so tired of dead bodies in 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 that 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 two years of my period of my life, mm. I got sick of it. And then after that, it was investigations. And then I went and I studied and I did my, uh, studied through the police academy. Mm. And in this time, I was able to, uh, when we had on our breaks, it, it was in the police academy, they give you the time in order to choose a police station. So you can go work at undercover unit. You can go work in narcotics. You can go work wherever you want to be you in that three time period that you studied. Yeah. And then, I said to myself, I'm going to the, to the task force. And the people said to me, you're crazy. I said, no, I want to be the best. Yes, I want to go awesome. there. Not for everybody. And I've done it's it, you know. Not for everybody, yeah. And my, my friend, I don't know if he knew it. Mm. You know, nobody knew about this picture I'm going to show you in this book. Mm. Is that you see this guy on the on the rope? Yeah. The blonde head. That's oh, me. Yeah, yeah wow. Wow. That blonde, that go. blonded guy. You had blonde I was a, hair. <laughs> I was a rebel. <laughs> no. You were wild, man. I was That's a little good. bit of a rebel. Uh, at you know, the, the first guy came with peroxide hair at the unit yeah. because if you're an Afrikaans, you know, it's like you don't do this in this culture. You know, you have to have a nice haircut, nothing. Mm -hmm. But dyeing your hair, forget about it, brother. <laughs> you I were just so, on the fringe, man. Yeah, I was the awesome. first one with blue, with a blonde. Uh, Broroxide there, yeah. and I got it all the time. You know, I just stand out, and I just, I just did the things. I just you wanted to be. Path. I just wanted to to make it a, a, a make a difference. Yeah, uh, awesome. I want to want to change. Uh, when I was in America, hmm. I saw Danner boots, and then I wanted to bring the Danner boots, and I had to go through so many bureaucracy. And hmm. then they chose Magnum. I said, "You chose Magnum, but Danner said they would." They, we buy one pair and we get one pair free, you know? Mm -hmm. It is helmets. I was the first one. I was the first one, my my one uh, 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 Captain Blom. He passed mm -hmm. away in a horrible shooting, um, uh, skydiving accident. Sorry, he was one, yeah. of the, one of the founders of our unit, okay? Mm -hmm. And he had a helmet that he brought from America, uh, from a SWAT team. I said, what's the thing doing now? It's catching dust. Mm -hmm. I came to the unit and I said, give it to me. I took yeah. the, put the helmet, start to work. 
I was all the time testing out things and changing things, For you know. Sure. I yeah. was, uh, when it came to optical sites, mm. I was not a very, very big fan of it because uh, uh, optical sites always made a, made a problem. Uh, operational, they always, mm. uh, if, you, if you don't frequently check on it or it's charged or the batteries and everything, or yeah. you shoot, sometimes it hooks onto a, on a, a rope yeah. or gear or something. It was always in the way yeah, and it made you bulky. Yeah. Yeah, uh, in our time, you know, I always had my, I had my bulletproof on, I had my knee pads on, I had my Danner boots on when I came back from America because when I go operational, I put on the shoes that's good for me. You know, if I have yeah. to stand in the parade and look nice and pretty, but when I go operational, it was the thing that was comfortable for me. It's functional, awesome. And train like you work. This yeah, is the, this is always like the fight, message. Train like work you like fight. you fight. Yeah, you man, know? it's good. I had, a, I had a fallout. <laughs> I had a big fallout with a, one time I, I gave an exercise mm -hmm. and the guys all the time said, no, I wish they do a, a hijacking for us or whatever, because we were transporting money, you know, with mm -hmm. uh, I was from one location to another location, the, the National Reserve Bank in South Africa. Which is very dangerous in South Africa. Yeah, and so <laughs> it was going over breeze, the bridges, and if I can show you the places, Motherwell and all these locations, you know, and this yeah. is the highway, and we went like three bridges, and the one day I imagined myself, I said, the guy can stand with an RPG and they can knock us out. Yeah. And I said to the guys, yalla, come, let's go to the shooting range. Yeah. And everybody had their their gear on and, and, and everything like that, and... And I said to him, okay, now you need to wrestle a little bit with one another. And I made them wrestle like one minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Find out what you cannot believe do when you fight. You, ca Things you cannot believe <laughs> what, what happened. The one yeah. guy hit his chin open. Yeah. They didn't talk to me for one month, the guys. <laughs> <Left> you. <laughs> hey, you got to train like you fight, man. Question for you. What is the hardest lesson you've learned over your security career? Wow. Yeah, it was a, uh, uh, one needs to be extremely, extremely careful when you mm -hmm. talk. Hmm. Okay. You need to be extremely, extremely careful with who you talk. And you need to know who you're working with. Mm. And you need to know with what you work and how you work and your time. Okay. The meaning is is uh, a lesson that I really heard is that um, I did a, a one time I did like a job, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, what happened was the uh, we were not briefed properly. Okay. So the one guy he had like a, a um, viscose shirt on, looked like very flower power type of. 70 type of shirt, you know, with yeah. a very elegant pants and everything like that. The boogaloo So we came, yeah. yeah, and so we came, I was one of the tech teams, tactical mm -hmm. guys, uh, executive protection guys, dressed nicely and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And we climbed out and I was working with this girl, you know, it's a very good relationship. She was chosen because yeah. they needed a girl on the team. Mm -hmm. I was chosen because of my background. Right. But what happened was the, the person then deliberately stopped and I, he stopped and I was not informed. She was not know about this. And then I said to him, get out of the way because mm -hmm. we need to get the person out, you know, because immediately <clears throat> this is the client. You immediately see the threat. You see right. a person immediately 
approaching this guy yeah. it's too close and 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 it's seconds starting to happen Everything's that, and to happen. and if you don't act and 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 i lo i was called in and said well you you spoke to <laughs> one of the managers in a very unfriendly way i said but well, i was doing my work mm. and that's what and we have to do <laughs> that that was a that's the very, very fine balance. But uh, later on, I, I, I talked to the guys, you know, when I had the chance and I said to them, okay, what happened there was, is that we were not informed about the color code and the dress code. He said, you're right. But the lady mm -hmm. that was working with you, she, she didn't like the way that you were talking. Mm -hmm. My own team member. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this happens in the backfield, man. Okay, so that was a that was a that was a, a very a very hard lesson lesson for me. Another another uh, thing also when I, I had to take this specific family to Africa for one month, mm -hmm. I wrote entire security plan for the project. I know South Africa like the palm of my hand, you know, yeah. each and every location. Then another team, the team was consistent. We were not informed about the team. So when the other team came in order to join us in South Africa was Israelis. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they chose this guy. He could hardly even read English. And like you said, I'm the professor and he was handed the- He was like the private. The, was... the security manual here. Yeah. And he was reading it. Okay. And immediately they put the guy in into the position because of who knows what Some because political of the thing. political thing yeah. and here i was on the ground was being there for two weeks already planning the operation riding the routes visiting each and every point making sure what they are serving when they are serving the exit and, and entrance routes to each and every restaurant the entire itinerary the i work. studied yeah work mm -hmm. and he came he just landed one day before, he wanted to go to pubs and drink and he wants to eat and out and have a good time. Yeah. He's being a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> What's your proudest moment in the field, working in the security industries you've been in, you know, and the different roles you've played? Proudest moment. Proudest moment is when I jumped out of that airplane and they stuck the wings of my unit on my, uh, on my chest. chest. Outstanding, yeah. man. That was uh, one tough training thing. My friends thought I was uh, was dead. They thought I was not uh, available anymore. We were not. You know, the, the thing is about this unit, we're not allowed to communicate, not even with your family, nothing. You know, when you were there, uh, I when I started, I weighed 80 kilograms. When I finished, I weighed 67 kilograms. And the first time that family members only saw me was after, I think, after a year and a half. And wow. I landed with a camera uniform right in front of my mother. She was the oh, only one. Man. Only the, we were like, from 1,600 applicants, only 13 made it. Wow. I mean, man, that is amazing. Congratulations, man. So Good that was, uh, that was a, a, a proud moment. And then the second one was when I, uh, I was in, I did study it in, in the academy, in the police academy, but I was not mm -hmm. able to, I had to finish one subject I was not able to finish. And then during my time period in 2002 in September, mm -hmm. I graduated with my degree. You know, that was also 
connecting the two with my uh, practical experience and my education that mm -hmm. was also also yeah. only one family member attended my uh, thing i was a very frugal guy you know mm -hmm. i would never like you say i'm off the grid now i'm on the grid but it doesn't doesn't bother me now i'm the owner of uh, global secure consulting mm -hmm. i have the role of a ceo that i have to fulfill and i have to make sure mm -hmm. that that i play the, the the part you know yeah changing with the times and the roles is very important in terms that's of that's one of the things that people never can never can uh, think this is my proudest moment mm -hmm. what we're doing right now being sitting here with you right now it's one of the moments i've been waiting for in order to really to talk to people and to connect with people yeah i think COVID 19 wow. thank you COVID 19 is a gift because without COVID-19, I never would have met you. We'd never had this meeting. We're never able to sit down and talk and share this experience. You know, beautiful. Everything's in America. I'm in so. Israel. Yeah. The time difference. But look what COVID-19 actually created. It connected mm -hmm. the world. It put us Absolutely. together, professionals. Yes, sir. That's good. And it made us up our game in many different ways. So let's... this is our prowess. This for me, what I want to say, this is our this is our uh, proudest moment, you know, not mine. You know, I'm yeah. really, for this, I really are thankful. I'm a very thankful person that I'm giving the opportunity. And also with you, in order to speak to you, it's a, it's a great opportunity. Man, that's an honor to hear that. Absolutely an honor to hear that. I couldn't agree more. Everything's a gift if we make it so, if we work and make it so, man. That's, it's the mentality thing. That's, that's like, that's that's like a key to life. It's so important, you know. So if something breaks down or something grows wrong, right? Let's say yeah, in your man. planning or something, you know, God forbid, we never know. And we can plan as, as good as we Best want because <laughs> we plan everything that we can, but you always have Murphy. You know, mm -hmm. always Murphy pop comes quiz. and Murphy pop quizzes. Yeah. <laughs> Murphy's law. It always comes yeah, and uh, messing around with our communications or me oh, yeah. something like this. So if you look at that present moment, you know, it's a gift and you change it into a gift and not as a, as a problem. If you change yeah. the situation into a gift, how can this make you would understand. Yeah, because if I, I take allocate. the situation, if I take the situation back again with the guy with the fancy shirt and everything like that, yeah. all those people, uh, wow. a week later, they got audited. Wow. And that's what okay. happens. The garbage takes the, it's, by, itself out. By the private security <laughs> industry regulations authority. Wow. You see, and I was angry that I was kicked, that, that they pushed me out, but looked at that, you know. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, they were audited and there was something not right or not uh, correct about this. You understand? Mm -hmm. So you as a person uh, are always eager to work and always eager to work with companies. You always try to be out there and grow your name. But mm -hmm. as a younger guy, Never take the time in order to do diligence because you just say, okay, you keep your mouth shut, you get your money, you go work and everything. Yeah. That's one of the things that I learned. I don't yeah. work with anybody that I don't, uh, I, I do my work. Um, yeah. The same with you as well. Absolutely. Sure. I have to have a connection, a relationship. You have to have connection. that connection. I have to and feel have... okay about it, believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> and then everything else has to line up. And do diligence. And, it's very important. Very important. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's get into Ortec a little bit, my friend, you know, Ortec, who are they? What are they doing? Let's start talking about that, uh, that company. Okay. Ortec, 
is already 10 years plus in the industry. They are certified also by the Ministry of Defense. They have, they have done a lot of projects, okay, uh, concerning blast-proof technology, you know, mm. from antennas, from uh, secure buildings, from anything that you can think of uh, concerning blast-proof. Now, this technology was not made available to the public. We know why. And because of COVID-19, uh, it started to change. And uh, then it was made available. Now, the reason being why it's not going into the American government, because the American government wants this product to be certified by the DOD. It doesn't okay. need to be certified by the DOD because it's just a, a plate that pro, uh, gives the protection. You know, it's like building material. So Ortec mm -hmm. came out of the, the, the viewpoint there's a house, okay? You build a house. This is your house, beautiful house. And all of a sudden you realize, okay, so you see situations, you see the economic situations, you see all of a sudden the, the dynamics of the place we are living are changing. Right. It was an upstanding neighborhood and all of a sudden everything is changing. Right. And now you realize you need a panic room. Exactly. And they came from the thing is order to, I've built a house and now in Hebrew say, I have now, um, I, I, there's something missing. It's something is missing. Okay. Yeah. I want to learn to speak, man. I want to learn to speak <laughs> with you guys, man. It'd be an honor. But anyways, go ahead. I'm, that's okay. So there's later. something missing. So there's something missing is always like the Israeli startup mind, the innovation. And then they designed the system. System is approved by the Ministry of Defense. You saw the videos, you saw what it can do. And basically they designed doors and windows and panels and a safe room, which people can then basically take your a room that they, a desired room that they want to do. If uh, the, uh, they put in the, uh, the Technology. application for what yeah. they want to do. Okay. The engineers come out, they do the engineer support because a lot of this work is to do also with engineering, with structural, <laughs> Because you cannot just put this thing in. There also has to be a proper foundation as well. So mm -hmm. the engineers will come out and say, with this house, there has to be a, a structural reinforcement has to be done with the building as well. And mm -hmm. then their, their thing is, then their system that they install, which basically is the best technology currently in the market. There is no such thing, okay? Mm -hmm. You can you you worked in Afghanistan, you worked in Iraq, you did your tours and as a marine as well. You know that that this technology, you you worked in security booths with concrete because why? Because it's cheap. This is the best the government, thing, yeah, that they can afford. The government doesn't want to invest <laughs> in a technology that can save you as a soldier because there are so many. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so I think that's what's important here. And I, unfortunately, I didn't get to do Iraq. I mean, Afghanistan, but I was in Iraq and I, Iraq, no. I've i been all over the world and seen these structures and things Doesn't like that. that place and, there. and I've been in some explosions too. <laughs> but um, I, I really value the fact that this technology can help people build safe rooms and safe spaces in their existing homes. You know, clients, VIPs, uh, this... Um, concept of building a safe room and a safe space in your home because as we see american culture is changing the world culture is changing uh because of all these pandemics and various different things politically and whatnot um 
it's becoming more and more in demand and it's becoming more and more important to be able to develop protection. People are starting to just value protection more, you know, to develop a safe space in your existing home. You know, so that's, that's one of the things that I got really excited about when I saw this product and how they can come and install it and how lightweight it is and all these different things, man. So that's, uh, I'm really honored to be able to, to, that is a that is a that is a technology. I've been in the industry for a long time. Okay, mm -hmm. I think it's now twenty five years already. Mm, wow. I haven't I haven't dealt I haven't dealt with something like this. Okay, mm -hmm. um, something that can can stop an RPG. Mm -hmm. Wow, if that was something like that in in my lifetime, or police stations that were attacked by all these uh, terrorist groups, yeah. explosions that I had to go through for for two years. In South Africa, that is something mm -hmm. that uh, cannot explain it. What what bombs really do to people? Not just right. that, witnesses that had to protect. With you won't believe the 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 bad places. They they. I will not use felt language because I yeah. I think as a professional, you know, felt language is also not need uh, not <laughs> not needed. So they put you in in, in very bad places. Yeah. Not tactical places, and this is a state key witness that I had to protect. Right. <laughs> I called my commander and I said to him, I'm leaving. He said, Where? I said, I'm taking this guy to my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's safer. <laughs> safer than where you're gonna put me. They put yeah. me on the street, brother. Yeah. On the street. The it's road, the house is on the it's it, it's one meter from the street. I said, These guys can come and they can spray and pray me with an AK-47. Yeah. Entire tactical team out training in my time. Each and every operator was worth out training my time. Okay, 1998. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I finished, when when I started this, is one million dollars each and every operator in South Africa. Now right. that is a lot of money. Right. Today right. I don't know how much investment. That and so we were four guys. So there were four million dollars, <laughs> and with a state key witness that knew everything about these people. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they put us in this thing. And so when I saw this, I said, why not have it for uh, to go? People have current projects right now, real estate development people, right? They develop uh, places. He builds his house for $1 million or he builds his house for this. This thing can be implemented. You know, it doesn't damage him. It doesn't hurt him, but he has real security. A thing that's been tried and tested in our field, you know, uh, a thing that's been certified by the Ministry of Defense. Mm -hmm. You also, as you know, in the beginning, we talked about Israel's um, vision, Israel's uh, sense of security, <laughs> the way that we look at things. Right. If you look at our history, we're constantly under attack. So wouldn't that be the best product if this is a product that really is being tried and tested? It's right. like Coca-Cola. You know, you either take Coca-Cola or you go for Pepsi, you know, but we know that Coca-Cola is Coca-Cola and Pepsi yeah. is Pepsi. Pepsi, right. Just to make the thing so for me i'm also very excited about this product i'm very excited that we can collaborate and talk about this right. because you are in this field this is your field and this yeah. is a thing that people really can make use of you know it's Absolutely. not just it's not just safe rooms you know you have an a, a server mm -hmm. your company uh, uh, one of the high-tech companies cyber companies now people know that you're my enemy right and who's right. going to maybe I, I i make a fire and, and and try to burn down your building. This this product right. also protects the service against all this uh, uh, damages. You know, antennas. I. It's a, this is the uh, the success stories. If you go to their their site, 
Yeah. I don't know if I've sent you the links. Yeah. The amazing stories that they have done, worked over all the world and the things that they've done, even for POTUS, for America, when it comes to visit Israel, things that we've done with this, uh, with this technology. It's absolutely amazing. What would you say is, um, so I guess like, how does it work for the public? Just, you know, say you want to implement a safe space or a safe room in your company, uh, around your servers, or a VIP says, hey, Byron, uh, we need to build a safe room, a safe space for me and my family to go. And I called you up and I was like, hey, Yuda, uh, we're on, we gotta build a safe space for the clients. How would that How would that work with the company? It works based, it's a very simple process. The person has to have his building plans. His building plans has to be a registered, an authorized building plan, okay? He has to have a building yeah. plan from the municipality, but if he has, like if he has his outside structure, it doesn't matter if you bust down the walls on the inside because as long as you don't move your building lines, it's internationally like this. If you don't move your building lines, it's nothing. If you want to have an extension, then the person has to put in his application, obviously in order to do an extension in his building property. Now, each and every building property and engineering thing is, uh, is different for each and every country, okay? Mm -hmm. So let's say for America, you have a house and the person saw that he has a basement and he can now turn this basement or another another area in his room on top or whatever, he can turn it into a protection area. Basically, the first thing we'll do, we'll come out and we'll do an evaluation of the property together with the plans. The engineer will then come out, design the specific design, sit down with the client. I will also sit down, you also sit down and advise because you would know what is the day-to-day -day activities of the client, what his needs and what his capabilities. We will come as from, from a different side. I'll do my uh, uh, security file together with you and see, okay, maybe this is what, what we need. This is maybe need to be added and everything like that. And then the engineer will then put up his, his report and then we will say, this is the amount that it will cost because there are engineering reports together there's also final signing off of the engineering report. There's also the contractor that you have to use in America, or you yeah. want to choose the South Africa, uh, not the South African people, the Israeli people to come inside and in order to come and work. It, it, okay. Here it's more about the business thing. But for the client itself, when he yeah. comes and he, yeah. he asks, he will basically put in a, a, um, an, uh, a request, yeah. a request for work. Okay, and then and then there will be like then a price estimate, and then he needs to understand. Okay, people need to come out; they need to do an evaluation because okay. we. It, it doesn't help. It's like I'm coming to say to you, I'm going to build a dollhouse for you, and right. I come and I and I tell I'm going to put in super super things and everything, and then at the end of the day, I just take some kind of a panel, put it together, and I bugger off, and then the wind comes and blows it, it blows down. It it's, yeah. it's like the three yeah. piggy story. Yeah, Either yeah, you yeah. build your house with with straw with sticks over with, with bricks with stones and bricks so basic overview of ortec uh as a company and then also with regards to this safe room product uh, what do people need to know about it the the product itself is a top range top shelf uh product okay you're not gonna make a um it's not a bad decision when you decide in order to upgrade to this type of technology because it, this technology was not av made available 
to certain end users now it's made available to the private users okay the testing the the testing of this material and this product is been tested in israel on the standards of american explosive standards nato standards and european explosive standards so the product itself has not been tested in america but all the standards all the ratings on the website if you go there and look at the, the protection they follow all the specific uh, blast proof ratings right so it's meaning they did test in in europe like you when mm -hmm. i showed you the other video and the and the thing and the installation process is extremely simple process there's no mm -hmm. mess no fuss it's quickly and is ineffective because you can imagine for yourself if you have to have a house now and all of a sudden I have to bring a concrete structure or I have to build a concrete structure. How much time? Mm. You have a client now that's in, in, in peril and he has, there's, there's some kind of a danger that you picked up, you know, with a concrete structure to, to build a, uh, we call it in Hebrew, a mamat, a bomb shelter. It takes almost mm. one month. This is one mm. week installation. Wow. But what we have to remember in this mm. entire process there's engineers involved, okay? So if the person's structure, his foundation is not accordingly, you have to work according to the engineering reports, okay? And mm. according to security analysis and according to requirements, but the installation mm. itself, it takes like uh, it's seven days of installation and then it's in, Bob's wow. uncle. And then you have something that's serious, the the windows and the, and and the doors and the panels itself it's uh, it's fantastic you know it's against a, a lot of various levels and it also depends on your threat level you know right that's the, the um, that's the main consideration is the threat level um, but I think for serious serious clients and VIPs like some of the folks that we deal with in our industry for sure it makes sense and then also especially overseas it makes sense. Um, can the, just curiosity, uh, the technology can stop everything from bullets, RPGs, all the way up into bombs and all that stuff? Of course, if you can, if this can stop, uh, uh, on, uh, I don't know who's going to get hold of, uh, a one ton of TNT explosives yeah. in order to kill your VIP, you know, right. that's a lot of blasting power and this uh, as you remembered in the video that i showed you mm -hmm. it can stop it i think 26 meters if i remember correctly wow. is a, a one ton tnt tnt is dynamite you know right. so one wow. ton you are safe 26 yes. meters so wow. there is a it's totally different not everybody has the the access mm -hmm. to explosives right. um to RDX or to plastic explosives, only if you maybe a military guy or a terrorist or whatever. But right. if you go through the history and explosives, you know, um, your VIP, you know about the threat level. And if you say, listen, I want to build a, a thing for my VIP client, you know, not because of paranoia, but, you know, we don't know, maybe they, something happened. One doesn't know right. an angry, angry yeah. worker, whatever. And you say the threat level, we have to put it to, one ton structure, one ton bomb structure, you mm. can do that, you know, it's. But I think everything in between as well, you know, just knowing that, yeah, it could go up to one ton structure, structural protection. 
but uh, the fact that you can build a bulletproof room and the fact that you can build a, a room that can defend it against RPGs because we know RPGs have been destroying things for, for yeah. a long time. No, no, um, that's uh, that's everything for sure. under that is very important as far as a safe room because I have principals asking about safe rooms now much more often. Um, yeah. I think it's a very good fit, and especially that the installation, as long as the room meets requirements, the installation can be quick and efficient and uh it's not as costly as some of the other options we see out on the market no. the marketplace um so those were kind of some of the things that i got really excited about we saw the and and i'll roll the video where you know you see this thing take a blast from a one ton explosive ex uh, one one ton explosive um bomb uh and it's pretty impressive man because it's you have to understand that all of these things are tested right with uh right because what happens to an uh, uh, explosion? It mm -hmm. explodes. It's an implosion also. So it, 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 it makes a vacuum and then it explodes. So it's yeah. sucking in the air mm -hmm. and sucking it out. So if this uh, technology has not been tested correctly, the person inside the, the structure itself will go kaput. So that's yeah. why Israel built the technology because we, we, we've been under a few bombings, I think, in, mm -hmm. in our history. Yes, <laughs> so... Uh... So this, uh, um, when I saw this, mm -hmm. I said, well, this needs to go out to the correct people. It needs to get out to the serious people, serious market, because this is a serious product for serious people that really wants right. to, to do something for their security. Yeah, and that's exactly same here. When I saw the videos you sent over, I was kind of like, man, this has got to get out to the greater industry because it's a measure of protection and the convenience and even the price point uh, and the capabilities um, that a lot of people have not have had access to access in the to private yet. sector yeah. yet. Because it's 100%. concrete. All the time it's yeah. concrete. Now, if you look if you look at all the, the different types of uh, bombs that are out there, you know, and comparing mm -hmm. the technology and yeah. the availability that the person is a private person have right now, it's amazing. Um, this, it can go almost, it can be applied to almost anything. You just have to use your brain. The application of this product mm -hmm. is, is, is magnificent for me right. as, a, as a security expert in the field, you know. Mm -hmm. Can you say, you know, who's using it out in the field right now? Is it primarily uh, overseas or they, can you talk about different organizations that have implemented any of the technology? Well, what I do know is that uh, this technology has been implemented by various entities. Okay, so like mm -hmm. when your, when when the the, the president of, of uh, America came over, uh, certain facilities was uh, reinforced with this uh, material. Okay, if you go to the, if you go to the success stories, mm -hmm. people asked about various areas, but they don't mention the names because of uh, NDA. Yeah, and on disclosure agreements. So obviously um, it's out there. If you go to the success stories, you know, that that will mm -hmm. give you the that will give you more a straightforward answer. Right. Yeah. And I, I think just people knowing that, hey, guys at the top of the game are using this stuff. It's out there. Uh, it just further validates the reality that, you know, it hasn't been accessible to the public yet, but it's been out there in the field. Um, it's been um, in the fields, been tested. You know, it's uh, yeah. it's out there for the people. It's now there. It's made available. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, do you remember any of the success stories that we could talk about real quick? 
Um, so. We have one of the things that they start fighting terror with iron glass, iron and glass. So it was an embassy housed in a modern building made of iron and glass. The project required special skills to manage highly complex structures. Okay. okay. There's no mentioning of names. Uh, long live the president. Like we know is that when the president came to visit uh, uh, Israel, he even has windows that prote protects against uh, RPGs and anti-blast shockwave shooting, burglar doors and windows, you know. Mm -hmm. And this was all done because of, uh, well, because of the hotel's demand, but it was also within weeks, just in time for the president's visit. Then we had the secret escape route. Wow. Um, there was a, a large African country, you know, not mentioning again, you know, um, where there was something happening. So they was able to do an escape route for, for threats. And an interesting thing that we also have to remember is uh, um, hazard waste. Uh, you, have, you build, a, you build a, uh, some kind of a, a factory and now you have uh, ammoniac nitrate, right? Mm -hmm. It's a problem. And now you don't know how to store it because it's extremely flammable and extremely ex explosive. Mm -hmm. So this is also a, a thing uh, where ammonia that's in the tank or whatever, you know, and if this explodes, you can lose your entire factory, you know, because of the production of ammonium uh, nitrate, right? right? So we have this hazmat system structure that's been built in and they also have the like as you remember the um uh guarding ngos when people are going overseas going certain places then they have these containers which can be um set up very quickly this technology has been made available to everybody it's not been advertised okay because it's been governed by the ministry of defense okay so the the technology it's not mentioning of the names because we cannot we're not allowed to connect the names so if you go to success storage you'll see they don't well, mention they any say. names yeah yeah but we'll see what information they can share yeah, yeah man i'm definitely excited about this uh it's an honor to be able to you know help bring this to the market um i'm sure you know a lot of guys in a lot of serious details are looking at this stuff um, if you want to get your principal the highest level of protection in the game, this is the highest level in the, in, of protection in the game right now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, especially when it comes to hard rooms and everything in between. Um, and I love the multiple different applications, you know, everything from, yeah, guarding your power plant, uh, protecting your hard drives. Um, and it's interesting because the security industry is so expansive, you know, there's all these different things now that we need to continue to protect, you know, if you've got a post in an, in an area where you know that you may be attacked, you've got to build a post that won't be um, easy to destroy, you know, otherwise, you know, we've all heard the term suicide yeah. post. So there's a lot of applications and it's, it's an honor to be able to help bring this to the, to and, the private security industry. And and remember that the one time in Pennsylvania, there was like 3,000 uh, during COVID-19. Luckily, now the, the vaccine is coming out. So, But in, during COVID-19, about 3,000 uh, ATMs were bombed wow. in Pen Pennsylvania, right? Where, where, where these uh, portable cash machines got uh, um, 
being destroyed and and damaged you know yeah. and all these people that it's like a vending machine and all these people that you're a vending machine owner now all of a sudden your only income that that you have is broken or you own a jewelry shop and now you have some hoodlum coming and break your window mm. or because i saw that all the people went and they put up uh, uh osb board but osb board i can still burn so if you invest a little bit of money in your jewelry shop and your windows or the canyons or the supermarkets you know these big places so that the people just can can, can go and loot and break the the, the windows so everything is aesthetic it, it should not think that uh these things are uh um look like now going to look like a safe door right yeah so they make it according to your the requirements if you want nice. a glass if you want a glass door that that can handle a, a a person that wants to blow it off or whatever it can handle that you know until the people can come the the proper authorities can come there so the the product itself is not just for for security detail but it's also for business owners you know right and remember yeah. when 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 happened uh, what happened with 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 George Floyd and black lives matters how many areas were were attacked you know, and yeah. the people and the organizations behind this, and how many actually shop owners and geez, shop, but and but Jewish and... Jewish shop owners were actually being looted for what reason ever don't know. But if you hmm. go after this, you'll find it is BDAs, the the terrorist organization. The BDAs were the layer the, of the Black Lives Matter is were the people were the people that <laughs> yeah. were actually stirring up the the. The people the, and and the using sanctions. this emotion, the boy boycott, disvestment and sanctions organization. Okay, it's very very, okay. very good to know about that. This was actually the organization behind Black Lives Matters, and if you look at the, the areas that been targeted, all of a sudden they started to attack synagogues. They started to attack jewelry owners, jewelry shops, and everything like that, and and sweeping mm -hmm. and stirring the entire country. And yeah. that was a that was actually for me was a, a thing. And to take Ortec product and and bring it to to people shop owners, you know, that they don't lose in these right. big big riots. How much money do do they actually lose? The if you if if you are a, a real estate development, this is also it's not just for security people. It's also for the real estate development because I was trying to do to, to try to uh, get to JT Fox and and Frank McKinney. He's the $14 million guy designing, designing houses on the coast for winds and everything like that. But if you have people that that uh, that we can get this this product into big real estate development, okay, then they have already the, the product already included. So if the person is going to buy a house, right, then he already has his, his safe room already. So he purchases a house with a, yeah. with, a, with a value of a safe room. So that also increases the volume of real estate. So you should not just focus with this product, okay? Not just with uh, the VIP protection and security, but we should try to get this out to it's real estate developers, yeah. uh, uh, planning, uh, planning and surveying uh, organizations, people that can build, you know, people that are building a contractor. Here's mm -hmm. our contractor, but they're renovating houses, and then you have a team that that we come and say, "This is a house, but this is an addition of a of a safe room." I think because security, and it's one of the things that is my mission. Security is something that every human needs. You know, 
Um, and the more you have, the more you need it. So it's getting this out to, you know, we need food, water, shelter, but we got to protect the things that we need, you know? Yeah, man. Getting this out to the civilian market is so crucial. And I think so many hardworking, good people have learned that over the course of this last year with riots and things take taking from them, the things they've worked for. So it's, that's good stuff, man. It's an honor. Um, uh, all right. So we have getting into our, our, some of our closing questions, a little bit more about you. Um, Yehuda. Okay. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm excited about this project, man. Well, let's see here. Let's see what else we can get about my man here. Um, who do you nominate? Do you nominate for the podcast? I always like to ask this one. Do you have anyone in mind that you think would be really interesting or that you know would uh, like to be on the podcast or, you know, or you think I should talk with? I should think you should speak to my uh, friend, uh, Shane Willard, that wrote his book. Okay. Uh, this is, uh, he's the, I'll show you again. The author. I send you the, yeah. the picture. And, and he's an author of, of two books. He also wrote this, The Truth About Self-Defense. Mm, okay. And uh, he's uh, uh, quite a magnificent person. Very close friend. We know one another. We work together in very yeah. dangerous operations. Mm. And uh, it's uh, we we out there to, to make a mark and to to leave a legacy behind. Okay. Outstanding. That's that's. The and this is a this is a guy. This is a guy that I think that uh, really that about for security and mm. for other purposes as well. In order to to interview him, you know, I will send him your details connect i'll send us. you his email i'll yes, connect sir. you and, and you guys can you guys can hook up with one another that is a uh, if you look at his uh, podcast on software which i think i sent you mm -hmm. you can go look at it a bit and, and listen to him and you, extremely well uh, um you well, can say he's the he's the he's the only guy in in nigeria that has like almost 10 gunships that he's running wow. and i need the nigerian army Wow. Okay. Yeah. In Lagos. Be an honor, man. So he's, uh, <laughs> he's doing, he's working, he's doing real deal stuff. There's the one thing that I wanted to ask you that you ever yes, thought sir. about, uh, um, uh, what do you think about this garrison bespoke uh, clothing that, uh, against, uh, nine millimeters and stuff like that? Did you ever seen that suit? $20,000 suit against, uh, you don't know about this? Man, I have not. I I've not. <laughs> you're you're broadening my horizons, man. Wait, I'm yeah. gonna wait. I'm gonna send me a I'm link. Garrison bespoke. Wait, Garrison. I'm gonna have to look into that. I've been I, I've been using gray man suits, which are very tactical and very comfortable, and they hold up. I can move in them. It's probably the best tactical suit I've ever found. They have weights in the pockets, and they have cut resistant sleeves, but nothing bulletproof that is good enough to be like uh you know Where next to a civilian client and not obviously be bulletproof you know really i've got innocent armor is another company i work with as well and they make uh, oh. tactical clothing that is bullet resistant as well i have not heard of this other company you're speaking of not not uh, it's nanotech nanotech technology i came across this company when i was looking was doing research for uh knives you know, I was looking for a shirt that you can wear. And I remember when I was in America, 
the only yeah. bulletproof I had, I got from from the um, from the police, right? When I went back right. to South Africa, what the 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 normal uh, no, your normal patrol officer is wearing is it like a very thin thing, and then he has a, a little small little plate here on the chest right. that can stop an plate. AR. Yeah, little that can stop an AR AR bullet mm. and a stabbing. So yeah. then I was doing research because the people were being stabbed heavily in in Israel, right? Right, right. And I found out that there's nanotechnology that basically are together with uh, if you go look at uh, the dragon dragon skin, the, the yeah. dragon skin uh, a, a Kevlar vest. Mm-hmm. The technology that goes into that, and then so the U.S. Army, your government, basically designed nanotechnology. Nanotechnology um, is this type of technology that the people wear in in when they go to um, how do you say it, to hospitals when they get operations and everything like that. So mm-hmm. they don't get skin rash and everything like that. You don't need to wash it; it doesn't stink nothing. So what it basically did, they used nanotechnology into shirts. If a person stabs you. It hurts like hell, but it doesn't penetrate. So it doesn't kill you. This right. is my technology, right? But ready, so, yeah. So ready preparedness. What what comes to, to suits? So now we have to we have to protect the structure of Ortec. Right. We have gar- garrison bespoke suits that you can give to your client and yourself. You can also it's only twenty thousand dollars, but I think I would rather wear a twenty thousand dollar suit when I did I had to write a, a a um, one of the uh, subjects, you know, so I looked into assassinations mm-hmm. and I looked at the, the uh, assassination attempt, especially on Ronald Reagan, you know, yeah, yeah. And if those people had those suits, they wouldn't have, you wouldn't have been a bad. Uh, because in our field in executive protection, right? Yeah, you cannot, you cannot just go and 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 put yourself, you know, the human shield. Right. So if you have some money that you can invest for yourself and for your operators, if you go, let's say you take your client to Africa, yeah. you don't want to get killed and shot. You know, that $20,000, you're coming back to your beautiful <laughs> wife and family. Yeah. yeah, 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 100%. Good, man. So, well, I'll check these guys out. That's that's a very interesting. First time I've heard of them. Um, let's see here. Uh, favorite quote, favorite mantra. I think you said a really good one earlier, actually. There's no sense. Yeah, this, uh, uh, there are no second chances. Yeah, man. That's, yeah, that's there really are no cool. second chances. We have uh, from from my uh, uh, unit, it was, uh, you never lived until you have almost died. Life is a special flavor the protected will never know. Yeah, that's, 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 that's uh, so good. That's our, that before, uh, actually. yeah. That is that is our that is our uh, um, basically the things that I live by. But there are no second chances, you know. This is what yeah. I basically. But I try to make a second chance. Mm-hmm. With, that's, uh, um, that's our business. This is it's it's in purpose. order to give the person a second chance. In order to okay, I have the safe room. But what mm-hmm. comes together with the safe room, you know, implementing strategies, protocols, policies with the people training. It's not just about the safe safe room, you know. Yeah, it's never just uh, about bringing, the gear. Yeah. Bringing bringing out personal uh, personal security more, making the people more aware of his his own environment, his own uh, place around him. World. That's that's very important. Yeah, one hundred percent. No, I agree. The software has to go with the hardware, otherwise it's a waste. The gear is of a waste. Um, how would you like to be remembered, Yoda? Me. 
Yeah, my man. <laughs> that I made a difference, uh, that I really made a difference to the people with the knowledge and the expertise because yeah. I cannot be, you know, you come to a certain age when you're operator and that you're mm -hmm. in the field, but mm -hmm. then later on you have to come, like you said, you, when you saw me, I'm like mm -hmm. the professor in security, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I would like to go down as a person that really made a difference and had a, a really good impact on various people in mm -hmm. helping them and consulting them and showing them that, you know, it's not just a lot of people think it's, it's about muscles and it's about speed and it's mm -hmm. gear and everything. But if you don't, if you're not trained properly and you don't know how to handle the team and you don't know how to work together and the communication is a blunder, then the entire thing is a blunder. I can have the, the best trained people in the world, but if the if the person that's giving the the, the communication, you know, if the communication line is is, is not connected with one another, mm -hmm. then it doesn't work. So right. you have the commander, you have the team leader, and then you have the team members, and then you have the reaction team, and then the emergency response team. Just as an example, now the person that's in charge of all of this, he needs to know, he needs to have the flow. You know, right. to work with a client, uh, should you speak, should you not speak? You know, what happens if I'm not there? Who's taking over the chain of command? You know, sometimes in our industry, it's different. Sometimes you'll have a guy that's working for you, but you never, never heard about, you never, you know, he never complains, he never talks. But when you work with him, you all of a sudden, you just feel everything is flowing, right? Yeah. He's you just take him out. He's doing his job. Yeah. When you, good. when you, when you take him out, all of a sudden you feel there's like a, you know, it's Rhythm. not it's it's not it's not going the way you want it to go oh it's not going the way you wanted to go yeah, yeah there's like a there's like a you know like a yeah like a i know like a, like a it's like a false start like insecure it's not like the way a, you don't want it's not the way it goes it goes it, it happened with me mm -hmm. when i was in greece mm -hmm. when they brought me over and then the the greek guys you know they they are very militaristic ego you know they uh ego yeah it, i, I yeah, remember yeah. going to greece and i was like these guys i i noticed it <laughs> i remember being like their appearance physically egos, physical yeah. appearance and everything i yeah, came yeah, there yeah. i love them i got good friends over there but i just it's me too it's real <laughs> and when i when i worked with them all of a sudden they they asked that the one guy said where the hell did you get this guy it's so easy to work with him he knows yeah. everything, you know, it flows. I just kept yeah. quiet. I just did my job and, and did the things that I know from, from my experience. Right. And then later on, they, they started to approach me and ask me. And then one, once they understood who I was and I was in their circle of friends, now we're friends for life. You know, they keep on yeah. communicating, once keep on contacting me. And yeah, that's man. the thing. That's good. And so, that's what you always have to remember mm -hmm. as, a, as, a, a, as a CEO of a company like you. Okay. Mm -hmm. I have to remember that Sometimes you don't uh, evaluate your team. Sometimes you just miss that guy that's not, you know, and, and, and uh, the, the people, it's all of it. We are in the people business because if you don't yeah, have those 100%. people anymore, the, the, it, doesn't, it doesn't exist anymore. So yeah, we need exactly. to, when we grow with a company and, and move forward, we need to create that harmony for everyone in order yeah. to, 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 to work in, in uh, how do you say it, to work in armor. Effectively, yeah, man. Yeah. No, I just recently had a situation where I had one guy on a detail who was like a cancer. Second I got rid of him, everyone's happy again, everyone's positive again, everyone's flowing, yeah. everyone's protecting you, you each other. You get that, yeah. It's, it's amazing.
Uh, what would you say is a habit that you suggest people implement in their lives that will make them better people, better protectors? Uh, maybe one of your habits, a habit you've seen. My habit is uh, always be aware. Yeah. That's, that's always the... be aware of your first thing. There's a thing that irritates me the most when you when you ride in 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 a dozen public transport, you know. <laughs> Sitting it's, there, yeah, yeah the black mirror. It's always, you know, <laughs> yeah. you you can hey, it's, <laughs> it's like no. oh no, die. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, so that's a attention to anything. And that's that's the that's the, the the problem with the with with the technology because the people don't have the self discipline today to understand that mm -hmm. you know even though we have all this nice technology that God created mm -hmm. the earth He created a beautiful environment for us to enjoy, yeah, yeah. but we have to use our beautiful eyes also to look around because you are in the end of the day you are a, a professional, mm -hmm. not just. Uh, you know, notice that you that you work all the time. Okay, we are very security-minded uh, people as well. But mm. other people, the civilian people, in 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 my field, they also have to be um, aware. Be yeah. aware. Pay attention of things around you. Awareness. Small things. You know, if if yeah. if you pay attention, uh, you can prevent a lot of things that your kid won't most most fall on on the floor or. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you don't pay attention. You're gonna you're gonna lose the you're gonna lose the uh, advantage. You're gonna lose the battle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'd be a victim. Outstanding, no. brother. No, I agree. Okay. Awareness is everything. And then, lastly, where can people find you, and what are you up to these days? Well, my, I have my website, I have my LinkedIn, my Facebook, and I'm currently in Israel, waiting for for COVID to. Subside. To bugger off, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to to like bugger us, off. Locked, yeah, <laughs> just to please, please, God, just take this, whatever <laughs> yeah. it was, just take it away. <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely. I think we all are. Good I'm available go, on my website and the, the LinkedIn. Okay. They can contact me on LinkedIn. You know, whatever. I'm available for whatever okay. they 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 want. You know, services, consulting, being mm -hmm. chat there just to to meet. You know, it's not just yeah. about business it's also about uh you know what other people said like jt fox said it is his quote relationship capital you know yes sir that's big it's about it's everything it's, man. it's all about that and smile yeah that's so yeah. big man it's my Doesn't... number one weapon is a smile i'm telling you because you can have a guy you can have your client that that's yeah. so upset most there's a blunder and mm -hmm. you can smile say hey, good morning how are you man it's a beautiful day and just yes. that just that Positivity. smile, yeah. just that smile changes your entire flow of conversation. Yeah, because if if the one guys go like this and like this, both are angry, then it doesn't go anywhere. So yeah. always stay calm, smile, mm -hmm. and uh, try to make a difference in each and every person that you meet. It's always yes. a small thing. Yes, sir. Small yeah, thing matters. Yeah. Every, the small things matter a lot, man. They <laughs> accumulate, you know. Yeah. That's good stuff, man. Yoda, I, I see so many reasons me and you get along so well, man. That's good <laughs> stuff. It's been an honor having you uh, with me on the show today, um, you know, especially someone with your background and experience. And um, I'm even more honored that you would um, help, you know, involve me in bringing this out to the game through the podcast, out to the private security industry, out to the civilian market and things like that through the podcast. And um, 
I'm glad we're connected, brother. Thank you so much for your time and, today. And hopefully, hopefully in the future we can work together. You know, we get yes, to America, sir. we get ever, and we make a difference. Byron, Absolutely. I'm telling you, I think with, with your brand that you've connected and with my skill set and with my yes, knowledge, sir. I can yes, really sir. make a difference in 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 everything that we are doing, changing yes, a lot sir. of things the way that the people are working. You know. Yes, sir. And, uh, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. And, and uh, happy, awesome. happy holidays for you. Enjoy your Christmas. You know, we had Hanukkah. And uh, happy holidays and Hanukkah to you and your beautiful yeah. family as well, my friend. Okay. We'll talk soon, brother. Okay. Right. Thank you very much. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Yo, if you're a private security professional wanting to take your game to the next level, go to executiveprotectiontrainingday.com to check out my personal success package for private security professionals. Check it out executiveprotectiontrainingday.com. And remember, y'all, hard skills do save lives, but soft skills get you paid. Boom. Boom. And to support this podcast, go to executiveprotectionlifestyle.com and contribute to our Patreon account. That Patreon account is what helps me make this podcast possible contributing to this brand what we're doing here making it so that i can bring better guests on making it so that we can plan more events and just expand the contribution to the private security industry and also to make an america a safer place do whatever you can contribute whatever you can because it makes all of these things possible thanks for those contributions Yo, and before we go, you know I got a shout out to the sponsors, starting out with Primary Weapon Systems, PWS. They truly are the evolution of the rifle. Use Byron for 10% off. Grayman and Company, the most comfortable tactical suits in the game. Use Byron for 10% off with them. Ballistic Theory. You're going to start seeing a lot of stuff with me in Ballistic Theory because they got good ammo for good prices. Use Byron for my discount with those guys as well. Last but not least, Executive Protection Institute. Hey, go check them out and get your executive protection education on. Until the next podcast, this is Byron Rogers, protector by nature and by trade. Out.